Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shalom with Roshim Shoshim Yom. Today is the fourth day, oh my gosh, it's going by so fast, in our quest, learning all about the holiday of Pesach. We are going to start right now in Mishnah's Pesachim, Parak Bey's Mishnah Gimel, and now we're, we're going to go all the way through Mishnah. So if somebody who isn't Jewish lent a Jew money before Pesach and he said there's something essentially called collateral and he said and he said that that I'll, the the not, the person who isn't Jewish said I'll take your 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 bread all your bread all your chametz over over Pesach and and as collateral for the loan that I'm about to give you I'm achar Pesach So if if the if if the Jewish person isn't able to repay the loan on time the chametz is still is still um is still permitted to him after Pesach. Because it became, since he didn't pay on time, it retroactively became the property of the person who wasn't Jewish from before the Chag. And so then it was allowed It was allowed for after Pesach, a little bit complicated when it comes to like uh, some, some lawyery stuff. So in Yisrael, somebody who's, somebody who's Jewish, that loaned money to, to someone who isn't Jewish uh, before Pesach and, and um, used the, the person who wasn't Jewish's chametz as collateral. So if the person who wasn't Jewish wasn't able to pay, um, wasn't wasn't able if the person who wasn't Jewish able to, wasn't able to pay, then it it retroactively becomes the person who was Jewish's chametz before Pesach, and since it was owned by someone who was Jewish during Pesach, again retroactively, it you're not able to use it during um, you're not able to, to use it after Pesach is already over. Chametz and love my poles. So chametz on which uh, on, on which uh, a ruin of a building fell on, Haris Harihu. Um, it is it is like it's destroyed and it's no longer in the owner's possession. Um, however, the next time it says Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Kol She'ena Kalav Yachol Lichbos Acharav, says that the the chametz is considered destroyed and you don't have to sell it because it's not considered your possession. Only if it's so deep under the ruins that a dog is not able to sniff it out. So now we're going to be talking about truma. Just for a brief introduction about truma. Truma is is a is a separation of produce that belongs to a kohen and. You are not able to eat truma unless you are a kohen, and and so there's some there's some interesting rules. If you do eat the if you do eat eat for example, if I have a fig that is separated out to give to a kohen, and someone comes and he eats it, then this person is liable to give the kohen a fig plus a fifth of a fifth of a fig or a fifth of whatever value, and that will that will um that will compensate for what for what he did. So now we're going to talk right now. Ha'ochel trumas chametz pesach shogeg. If somebody ate um truma that was that was chametz on pesach and he did it by accident, um so so he didn't know that he was eating truma. Mishalim karen v'chamesh. He must pay the principal. That's that's um that's pay pay the value plus a fifth. It's so so explains although chametz is not worth anything on pesach because having benefit from chametz is per, is forbidden. So the kohen himself wouldn't have been able to, to eat from that chametz. He must still pay the kohen, because one who ate truma mistakenly does not pay the value of what he ate, but the amount of what he ate. Like, you're not paying money, but you're playing, you're playing, um, you're paying the amount. So so it makes a difference. Amazed, however, he sinned on purpose, so he knew that he was eating truma. He knew that he was eating truma. Pater, um, pater, mitashlum. Um, He's exempt from making any payment, because somebody... Who who ate truma on purpose has to pay the value and money of what he ate. And chametz on Pesach is not worth anything, so it's like a little loophole. Um, um, and 
and he's exempt even from paying the value of Shema of firewood. So you're not so it's a little loophole because somebody who sins on purpose has to pay the value and not the amount, but the the value was was nothing when it came to Pesach, so he's he's exempt from from doing from doing anything. Nonetheless, he still gets um some no no points from Shemaim and from Hashem. Hashem's not mad at him, but by the letter of the law, it's it's by the by the letter of the law or the or the or the morals of the law. By the morals of the law, this person messed up. By the actual letters in of the law and the in all the loopholes, he actually came away unscathed. So now we're going to talk about eating matzah on the first day of Pesach. So how can you do it? This is these are the things that you can make your matzah out of so that you fulfill this. This is very important. It's it's the famous five, the five that constitute something you have to make a hamotzi on, which is um chitim um bakusin. It's it's um it's wheat, barley, spelt. Um, rye and oats. Those are there are things. Those are that's just a general thing in brachos. That those are the five. Um, and then also now now let's now let's talk about some things that you're not allowed to fulfill. Just like we know that you're not allowed to um, steal an esrog. If you learn if you learn Masechah Sukkah, you're not allowed to steal an esrog and then use it to fulfill the mitzvah. It has to belong to you. So for that re- for for similar reasons, you can only um qual you can only qualify um your your by eating chametz, by eating, I'm sorry, by eating matzah, by eating matzah, by eating something that actually does belong to you. One can fulfill their obligation with demai. Demai is something when you're, it's questionable whether the proper um, t- separations and tithes have been separated out from it because demai can be eaten by the poor. Some people, at least, can eat demai. Um, and so and so you can eat the my as your as your priest. And my so in my Sarishon that has its true must master has already been separated from my Sarishon is is a tenth that's given to the levy, but it has to have some true must master separated from it. Don't want to get really too into the de- details of Zrime, but this can be eaten by anyone. So obviously you can use it. And with Meister Shani, Meister Shani is another tie that you have to go and you have to eat eat part of it in the in the in the Yushalayim or Kodesh, or you have to use money to, to buy something to eat in in um in, in Yushalayim. So if you made made that separation, can be eaten by anyone. And Kohanim can fulfill their obligation with Chala or Truma because we know that Chala is this is actually um, Lechem is how the Torah talks about bread. Chala, which is what we call bread nowadays, is just referencing that small piece that we take off that we give to Kohen and also Truma, both of which they are they are permitted to eat. Aval, however, Lo Betevel. Tevel is something that we know for sure nothing has been separated out from it because nobody is allowed to, to eat Tevel and so therefore you're not allowed to eat your matzah from it. And also you're not able to do the th- um the two things that we said, the 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 Maiser Rishon, the, the tent that's given to Levi, and the Maiser Shani, the part that you have to eat in the base of Mikdash, if if either of those parts weren't fulfilled, then obviously you're not able to use the wheat that came from the uh, matzah that came from that kind of wheat. So now there's two more types of matzah. Chalos toda. Um it's it's if we're talking about the matzah of the lows of the toda, the latzmo. Um and I'm sorry, Virikike Nazir and uh and the wafers that, that were made out of matzah that were brought by the Nazir, as on the Atzma if somebody made them for himself to to bring to bring with this Korban um and then change his mind um, and, and then change his mind, saying, "Hey, I'm going to use them. I'm going to use them for matzah." Pesach and Yotzei Bahen is not fulfilling the obligation. 
because they weren't protected from be- from becoming chametz and, and and made for the sake of the mitzvah. They were really made for the sake of you bringing korban. Asan alim korbashok. Somebody made it to sell it in the marketplace. Yotin um, Then he fills the obligation for a simple reason because they were protected for the sake of the mitzvah. Because what this person essentially does is is that is that if somebody's if somebody bakes something to sell, he says, hey, you know, there's always there's always produce that doesn't sell out. So if I make the, these matzahs and they don't sell out, then I'll just use them for Pesach. However, if somebody's using it as a korban, they're never going to have that intention. And I hope that you have good intentions and that you're excited because you're now one day closer to the holiday of Pesach. Have a wonderful day.